0: Welcome to the live broadcast of a service for the worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. The live audio stream is available at the Grace Covenant website, which can be found at grace-covenant.org. Just press the listen button.
1: name together. Good morning and welcome to Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church on this 31st day Sunday in ordinary time. I am co-pastor Joanna Sidnor and Grace Covenant welcomes all who come to worship, whether in person, whether listening, on the radio or watching online. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Please turn your attention to our announcements uh, that are printed in the bulletin as I highlight a few. The nominating committee is seeking suggestions for nominees for Elder, Deacon, and Nominating Committee. The deadline for submitting suggestions is November 4, 2022. Please send any suggestions to Lewis Roseboro at Roseboro 7108 at gmail.com. Or any, you may submit this information to any of the members, uh, including Lisa Cardwell, Elizabeth Russell, Tom Trelevin, Mary Gray, Jake Savage, or Lo- Lois um, Lewis Roseboro. All are welcome to attend the Wednesday night supper each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Supper is $10 per person, seven for seniors, 65 and over, and $20 maximum for families. This week's program, Theology and Film, will immediately follow the supper. A service of remembrance for church members who died during the COVID pandemic will be held on Sunday, November 13th, as part of the regular worship service. During the pandemic, Many families were unable to have a memorial service with loved ones in attendance. If your loved one was one who died during this time you, and you would like to light a candle of remembrance during the service, please contact Mary Gray at mary.gray at comcast.net. Next Sunday, November the 6th, Communion Sunday, please bring items for our local food bank, Feed More. Suggested items include peanut butter, canned meats, canned vegetables, canned fruits, beans, whole grains, whole cereal grains, and snacks. Paper bags are available in the Northex. Now, friends, let us prepare our hearts and our minds for worship.
2: Please stand. Please join together in the call to worship as printed in our bulletin. Our hearts are ready, O Lord, our hearts are ready. We will sing and make melody. We will awaken the dawn. We will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. We will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds.
0: Once again, welcome to the live broadcast of a service for the worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church at 1627 Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. This is the 99th year of radio ministry at Grace Covenant, Today's date is October the 30th, 2022, and today's broadcast is number 5063. This morning's sermon, entitled, Curiosity for Christ Saves the Day, will be delivered by Rev. Calvin H. Sidner IV, Covenant Co-Pastor. Assisting in the service today are Sharon Freuda, guest organist, the Chancel Choir, Dana McKnight, liturgist, and Rev. Joanna Sidner, Covenant Co-Pastor. Her opening hymn is, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, which is number 379 in the hymn book.
2: We know that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Please join me as in freedom we confess the wrong we have done using the prayer printed in the bulletin. Merciful God, you pardon all who truly repent and turn to you. We humbly confess our sins and ask your mercy. We have not loved you with a pure heart, nor have we loved our neighbor as ourselves. We have not done justice, loved kindness, or walked humbly with you, our God. Have mercy on us, O God, in your loving kindness. In your great compassion, cleanse us from our sin. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Do not cast us from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore to us the joy of your salvation, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hear the good news. This saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross that we might be dead to sin and alive to all that is good. I declare to you in the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Thanks be to God.
1: children ages two through six are invited to the front of the sanctuary. Church volunteers will lead them to the fellowship hall for children's chapel and child care during the rest of the worship service. They will be in the back of the fellowship hall for pickup after worship. Nursery care for children under age two is also available in room 103. Praise God for our little children. Let us pray. O oh, gracious God, you have given us the rich and precious jewel of your holy word. Assist us with your spirit that we may be able to open our hearts and be comforted, everlasting, to be transformed, to make anew in your image, to build us up into the perfect building of Christ and to increase us in all heavenly virtues. Grant this, O Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Our Old Testament scripture comes from the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 119, verses 137 through 144. Listen for the word of the Lord. You are righteous, O Lord, and your judgments are right. You have appointed your decrees in righteousness and in all faithfulness. My zeal consumes me because my foes forget your words. Your promise is well tried and your servants love it. I am a small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your law is the truth trouble and anguish have come to me but your commandments are my delight your decrees are righteous forever give me understanding that i may live the word of the lord thanks be to
3: god Good morning. The gospel reading this morning comes from Luke chapter 19, verses one through 10. Listen for the word of the Lord. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man there named Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, he has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. But the Son of Man came to seek out and save the lost. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? O God, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as your word is proclaimed, we may hear what you are saying to us today. Now let the words of your servant's mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, through Christ. Amen. The sermon title this morning is Curiosity for Christ Saves the Day. Jesus entered the beautiful ancient city of Jericho known as the City of Palm Trees. It would be there in Jericho where Jesus would first encounter a poor blind man who wanted to see him. And now in our text, a wealthy tax collector who had vision wanted to do the same. The blind man was a beggar and Zacchaeus was an outcast of a different sort. First, he was a chief tax collector. The tax collecting system was ripe with widespread greed and corruption and was known To be a profession of dishonesty and oppression of their neighbor. Second, Zacchaeus was wealthy. Wealth alone was not the problem. Abraham was wealthy, Job was wealthy, but wealth was weighed according to the weights among the merchants. So the judgment against the tax collectors was because they did business with a false set of weights. Deuteronomy 25 and 15 says, you must have an accurate and honest weights and measurements so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Zacchaeus' position as a tax collector was perhaps equivalent to today's payday lenders, whose average APR is about 391%, according to the Pew's charitable trusts. As a result, Zacchaeus was particularly despised as a cheat and a swindler. The name Zacchaeus is Jewish and it means righteous one or pure, but he was certainly not living into the meaning of that name. We can all have problems living into the name that we were given as children. As a child, any time I did anything particularly well My father would always say it's because you're a Sidnor. Somebody probably in your family may have encouraged you to be accountable to your family name or upbringing, but for some, it is not easy. So with Zacchaeus being viewed as an outsider and an offender to God, how could anyone want to associate with a sinner and outcast like that? But Zacchaeus must have heard about Jesus, and he wanted to see who Jesus was for himself. However, he was too short, and he could not see over the crowd. As some would say, he was vertically challenged. In my day, people who were small or short might have been called a shrimp. I know what it is. feels like to feel small in stature. In the ninth grade, at 14 years old, I was 4'11 and 99 pounds. I played football on the JV team and never saw any playing time because the coach thought I was too small and would get hurt. His nickname for me was Meat and Potatoes. I asked the coach, I said, "Why? why are you calling me Meat and Potatoes? He said, you need to eat meat and potatoes to get bigger. Zacchaeus' money, envy, and Roman connections couldn't buy him height or access. So he would do something unusual for the wealthy class to do. Run. He ran ahead of where he knew Jesus would be and climbed a sycamore tree with its low-hanging, strong, and sprawling branches so that he could see Jesus as he was going to pass by that way. That day... Zacchaeus received more than he could have ever imagined. Jesus Christ himself. If you've ever met a star athlete or an entertainer who showed you attention or let you take a picture with him, that can leave you with an unforgettable memory. Zacchaeus must have been beside himself for he was an unworthy sinner. Anybody in Jericho would have loved that honor. But to be singled out in that way by Jesus was all the more remarkable for a tax collector, especially a chief tax collector, a sinner. Brothers and sisters, even in our brokenness and undeserving status, Jesus desires our curiosity to see him. For he will reveal to us that he sees us and knows us and will invite true love into our hearts that we might turn in faith and we will receive his saving forgiveness. Zacchaeus not being able to see Jesus was not about his short physical stature, but his biggest problem, being short on godliness, pressing socioeconomic concerns, being marginalized in society, Broken families, suffering, and the list can go on and on, can shrink us, making it also difficult to see who Jesus is. So how do we see who Jesus is? Zacchaeus does two things. He took the initiative and was also willing to take a risk. In his great curiosity to see Jesus, he was willing to risk it all. His status in the Roman government, what people might think of him, do or say, and perhaps at the cost of his life, to see the one who could make him whole. Zacchaeus came out of his comfort zone in his determination to know more about Jesus, wanting to know Jesus and acting to see Jesus are two different things in Luke chapter 9 verse 9 Herod Antipas who had John the Baptist beheaded used the exact same phrase for wanting to see Jesus but he remained in his comfortable palace where Zacchaeus takes a risk too often we act out of fear instead of faith not allowing God to use us for the plans that he has for our lives in God's glory. With the advent of the iPhone in 2007 and other social media media tools, with all the information at our fingertips of the pros and the cons, many social researchers say that we have become a nation that does not take the same risks as the previous generation's. We are often overly stimulated by information, not knowledge or big-T truth, thus playing it safe and not stepping out on faith. At first glance, Zacchaeus' initiative seems self-motivating, but God equips us to respond faithfully to Christ's power and presence. In Christ we are set free to the nudging of the Spirit to respond in faith in ways that may surprise us. Zacchaeus, a wealthy man, was inspired to get a better look at Jesus and became like a child and ran and climbed a tree to see him. Our way of seeing who Jesus is might be to sit in the power of the living God in silence. Shed a tear. Say amen. Or have our hearts well up with God's joy. Jesus is working in and through you and me sparking our curiosity to see him. In our curiosity to see God we realize that Jesus not only knows and seeks us but gives us a divine invitation. The first part of the divine invitation comes in verse 5 when he says hurry And come down. I know we have all gotten these personal divine invitations probably for a long time but it took us a while to respond and we knew that Jesus was speaking directly to us. My story is is that I ran for many years from the Lord because I knew he was inviting me into a new relationship with him and that was scary. It is undoubtedly easier to stay in the metaphorical tree of life, our little comfort zones where we can look down and hear about who Jesus is, but we would rather keep things the way they've always been. But friends, Jesus knows us and calls us by name, continually saying to us, hurry and come down into my presence second part of the invitation is Christ wanting to come into our hearts. In the Gospels, Jesus, only in this instance, invited himself into a person's presence or premises. This self-invitation into a chief tax collector's house has profound implications for us today in our faith journey. We can have the hope and confidence in Christ that no matter what, no matter who we are, what we have done, what we are going through, or what we will go through. As Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ does not pull away from us. We are the ones who pull away from Christ. Christ. But there is somewhat of a demand on us when Christ calls us. The call from Jesus is not to be delayed or scheduled for the most appropriate or convenient time but be but to be acted on today. Verse 5 continues saying, I must stay at your house today. Brothers and sisters, Jesus' presence, power, and peace is for you and for me and is both immediate. Come right now and available. It is yours. Jesus is saying to us, when life is heavy, hurry and come down. I must stay at your house. If there are medical concerns that make us feel like that life is overtaking our peace, Jesus is saying to us, hurry and come down. I must stay at your house. If you feel like an outcast of any sort, Jesus is saying to you, hurry and come down. I must stay at your house. This invitation is the good news. Christ wants us, Christ wants to do something extraordinary in our lives and today is the day of God's salvation. Know that even as Christ sends out invitations to all of us, the poor sinners and outcasts, we can expect some murmuring. Interestingly, uh, the guest room at Jesus birth was denied to him, yet it was found in the home of a sinful tax collector. Today, We must welcome and receive Christ into our hearts and homes with joy like Zacchaeus. We must also bear witness to Christ's grace when great joy appears before us. And when we accept Christ's invitation, we are given the transforming gift of his saving forgiveness. Transformation is not something we do for ourselves, but something that has been done for us in Christ because he has already taken up residence in our hearts. Zacchaeus responded in verse 8 saying to the Lord, look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Zacchaeus, the man who robbed his neighbors, vows to give and pay back. He goes over and beyond what the law requires, which reflects a repentant heart. Can you recall when Christ transformed you and how you acknowledged Jesus? Zacchaeus identified Jesus as Lord, Lord, When Jesus is the Lord of our lives, we submit in faith to the one who calls us to him. For he is the one who lifts us from our lowly state so that we can clearly see him. And when we truly see who Jesus is, we will be transformed. Zacchaeus points to his transformation by saying to Jesus, look. And we ought to be able to say the same thing to Christ today. Lord, look as a witness to our change and the salvation that has come our way. The message of Christ's saving forgiveness spans time and space and was made available to a sinful man like Zacchaeus and is offered to us today. Brothers and sisters, the cross still has power it has the power through the Holy Spirit to inspire us to want to see Jesus it has the clarity to reveal that Jesus is seeking us and wanting to renew us daily and it gives us the hope of salvation through faith there is no limit to God's love in Christ Jesus is a friend of the poor and the oppressed a friend of the wealthy and even those who are the oppressor. Jesus is offered to us today not as a vindication of our sins, but as good news that turns us toward God. The result of Zacchaeus' curiosity for Christ is the revelation that it is Jesus who seeks us and will save us today. Are you willing? to go out on a limb, to see who Jesus is. When we are curious about Christ through reading the scripture, praying and worshiping the living God, salvation will be be revealed to us through Christ Jesus. Zacchaeus ultimately was able to live into his name, righteous one. And today, we are able to live into the name given to us child of God. And let our response be like Zacchaeus, a joyful response to his glorious presence. To God be the glory for all the things that he has done. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. God is still seeking the lost today. The Spirit is moving you. Pastor Joanna and I would love to speak to you about joining the community here at Grace Covenant or finding ways to participate in the life of the church. Please see us after the worship service or contact us by calling the church, or you can email us. We would love to speak with you. To God be the glory. Now please stand, if you are able, as we sing together hymn number 275 in the red hymnal, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound.
0: You are listening to the live broadcast of a worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church. You have just heard this morning's sermon entitled, Curiosity for Christ Saves the Day, which was delivered by Rev. Calvin H. Sidner the fourth, Covenant co-pastor. The congregation will now join in singing, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, which is number 275 in the hymn book.
1: have responded in song to the word. Let us now respond by stating what we believe with the Apostles Creed as printed in your bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. Thank mm-hmm.
3: Please be seated. God calls us to be a praying people. We offer our prayers now together, uniting our voices with Christ who perfects our prayers. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, the God who is our Emmanuel, God with us, the one who makes himself known to us in Jesus Christ, we give thanks this day. We thank you because of what you have done and are doing and the promises for us today and the life to come. You freed us from the bondage of sin You renew us daily in your love, peace, and joy as Christ walks with us and equips us on our life's journey in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Even more, you bestow your grace of salvation on us in our unworthiness through the faith you have gifted us. We thank you for Jesus Christ, whose light shines ever so bright, even in the darkest of places, revealing God's presence our hope for today and tomorrow and our desire to live obediently in Christ's will. Continue to see us through difficult and challenging times and times of prosperity and joy so that we might be comforted knowing that you are always with us in your empowering spirit. We give thanks today for the strength of your word which convicts our hearts, turns us, and sets us on a journey of salvation, use the church universal and especially this church, Grace Covenant, and its leaders to faithfully proclaim your saving grace with joy and conviction that lives will be transformed. We lift up uh, this creation and everything that is in it for it is all yours. Make us good stewards of the relationships we have and of the church through your spirit that you gave us many years ago. Use this body of Christ to discern Christ's will that we might all strive together to live worthy of the calling. Guide us to live as your servant children, eager and willing to run like children to see Jesus And accept his invitation to salvation. Grant us the energy and desire to serve him joyfully. Lord, we pray for all the brokenness in the world, our nation, city, homes, and our hearts. You are the great physician. So we ask that you keep your hand of divine healing upon us so that no matter what we are going through, we can still say, Thank you, Jesus. Bind our hearts in love for one another across all dividing lines. War, especially in the Ukraine, family conflicts, socioeconomic stratification, political differences, or any other issues that keep us from truly loving our neighbors as ourselves and thus loving you. We especially pray for those who are in need Right now, we pray for our homebound and those who struggle to care for themselves. We pray for the homeless who do not know where they will put their heads next. We pray for those who hunger and are without food. We pray for those in financial crisis who do not know what tomorrow holds. We pray for the patients and families who are facing new and ongoing medical crisis. We pray for those who are mourning the loss of loved ones and friends, especially for the families and friends of the lives, the 153 lives lost in South Korea at the Seoul Halloween event yesterday, and the deadly shooting at the St. Louis High School on October the 24th that killed a teacher and a student And the car bombing in Somalia that occurred about five hours ago that killed at least 100 people and other tragedies that are not mentioned. Your word says that the prayer of the righteous is effective and powerful. And so we pray this prayer in the power, trusting and believing in Jesus Christ, who knows all about our pain, suffering and dying. Care for our needs, O Lord. Lord, overwhelm us with peace, expect and hope in your healing power, and enfold us in the comfort of your loving arms. Keep your hand of healing and power upon our lives, and continue to use us as your children, wherever we may be, and whatever we may be going through. As we pray the prayer you taught your disciples how to pray, saying, and the glory forever. Amen. Our commitment to God is reflected in the giving of our time and talents, and we are exceedingly grateful. But it also includes our financial giving, our stewardship, all of which go to the heart of the offering of ourselves. Christ with joy let us offer our stewardship pledge cards to God as a sign of our deep devotion and covenant faithfulness you can come forward Praise God for how the Spirit has moved in your hearts. With thankfulness we give in gratitude and joy. With prayerfulness we give in sacrifice and love. With hopefulness we give in commitment to God. And now, brothers and sisters in Christ, as recipients of abundant life in Christ, we now offer our gifts to God. As the ushers pass the offering plate, please place your attendance cards, prayer requests, uh, and your offering in the plate. For those worshiping at home, we encourage you to continue to do so by sending your offering either through the mail, through your bank, or online at www.grace-covenant.org-give-online. Please give as the Spirit leads you. God of wonder, we offer these humble gifts, signs of your goodness and mercy. Receive them with our gratitude that through us all people may know the riches of your love in the word made flesh. Amen. Please turn to Hymn 426. Lord, speak to me that I may speak. like to make a quick announcement we will not be having a reception in the social room we will be having a fifth Sunday luncheon and all are invited whether you RSVP'd or not please come and join us downstairs in the fellowship hall as we go into the world let us remain curious about Christ so that we might be comforted knowing that he still seeks to save us and reveal his glory to us today Hear now these words of blessing, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.
0: For the past hour, you have been listening to the worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. Please join us again next Sunday through our radio ministry or in our sanctuary at 1627 Monument Avenue. We apologize that last Sunday's broadcast did not occur, but a recording of each service is accessible at the Grace Covenant website, usually within a half hour of the service's conclusion. Your announcer today has been John Harris and the engineer was Steve Kemp. This service streams live and can be accessed through the Grace Covenant website, which is grace-covenant.org. We now return you to the Truth Network on WLES, 590 AM, 97.7 FM.